Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello there, welcome to today's episode. Um, I hope wherever you are, you're well. As I'm recording this, a storm, big storm in Ireland, I've forgotten the name, was it Eunice? Has just passed, it was pretty windy. Don't see any too major damage. Um, So I'm here with a cup of coffee. Very unprofessional, uh, but that's the truth. And I'm gonna share some thoughts on today's topic, which is uh, going beyond tools hacks and techniques and this has probably been a little episode that's been stewing in my mind for a while if i'm honest uh, because the whole world is obsessed with techniques and hacks and tools um and it's just i get asked all the time but well, what's the technique for this and what's the technique for that and it's kind of got the assumption, I think, that if I copy a certain technique, then I'm going to get the same results um, as other people. And in some cases, that is there's some truth to that. But what I found is that techniques generally don't last unless there's a real understanding of why the technique works in the first place. And that's more powerful. Um, but most people just want the quick hit. And I think perhaps it's a reflection on the society that we live in. It's just like, look, I don't want to do the work. Just give me the quick hit. I want the hack. I want the shortcut. Um, so I think at the core of what I'm going to explore today is that before any technique or tool can be really effective, I think we have to be willing to do something unusual. I think we have to be willing to dig into the fundamentals. And as people, I think what that requires is working on ourselves, to face ourselves, bizarrely. Uh, It doesn't matter to me whether you're in business or sport, or even as a parent or in any field, really, I think this applies. So I think looking at the fundamentals is key. I, I, I recall during the Celtic Tiger, and for those outside of Ireland listening to this, Celtic Tiger was... I suppose maybe the decade preceding the massive global financial crash. So Ireland went through this unprecedented boom. You know, property prices went through the roof, but there was massive growth. There was huge economic uh, prosperity for a lot of people. But I was a member, I think it was around 2006, 2007, where I was talking to somebody who I'd regard as a financial expert, a genuine financial expert. And they were saying to me, and I didn't fully understand what they were saying, but they'd said, look, actually, if you look at the fundamentals of what's going on in Ireland, but also globally, it's not sustainable and there is a problem and uh, a big crash is coming. And um, they were right because they were more focused on what was going underneath the surface. And very often I think tools and hacks and techniques are at the surface level. And when you understand in any field, what are the fundamentals, which can sometimes take time to discover, but that is where, I guess, the magic is. And I think if you could bring it back, say, to example, for 
uh, nutrition or losing weight or gaining weight or whatever. But the health and fitness area, obviously, it's full of fads and fads come and go. But at the end of the day, the people that I rate the most in, say, personal training or health and fitness area are the ones who have a very clear grasp of what are the fundamentals of being in good health. And so they would just laugh at the fads, which are new hacks or techniques and things like that. So, I mean, one of the fundamentals of of, of being in, in good health and good shape is around nutrition. Um, and certainly as you age, for example, a universal truth for everybody is that you lose protein. So, so protein becomes more important as you get older. I mean, protein is very important at any age, I think. That, that seems to be a fundamental. Um, but that's an example of if we kind of dig in, what are the key principles? What are the, the first principles? What are the fundamentals of any area? then you tend to avoid the fads. You tend to avoid even sometimes, I think, the hacks. And performance hacks is a real buzzword, even in the business world. Um, and there's a lot of money to be made in this area for a lot of people. But in many ways, to me, it's almost like, well, if I put a seed in the ground, like what's the hack to make it grow faster? I, I mean, so you could, you could argue very clearly, well, that's, you know, for example, GMO foods, or there's certain ways that maybe we can accelerate it through fertilizer or things like that, fine. Um, so it's not that you're looking to not to innovate or things, but there are consequences of those approaches too, uh, some of which are debatable. If I think of somebody like, as I've said before in this podcast, that I'm a long-suffering Man United fan, obviously Ronaldo plays for Man United now, but I always remember Rio Ferdinand, um, former captain of Man United, former winning captain of Man United, uh, defender, he said he was on record as saying that Ronaldo was the very first player he ever saw who had his own personal chef and his own personal trainer and his own nutritionist and his own physiotherapist. And so he, he was the pioneer in a way. And I think if you look at him and his longevity of his career and also the results he's achieved, I think it shows somebody who's actually very focused on the fundamentals. And one of the fundamentals is I need to look after myself in, in different dimensions, physical, mental, I would guess emotional, and I would also guess with him there's some sort of spiritual or spirit level as well. But certainly, physical and mental, he took it to a different level and has the results to show it. And I would say it's way beyond technique with somebody like Ronaldo. It's about what are the fundamentals in my field and for me, um, and let's focus on those. So <clears throat> if I'm bringing it back into my world again with a client, I... Uh, I mean, I've got so many conversations like this, but it's, I'm thinking of one client, so sometime over the last couple of years, client was saying, listen, I'm experiencing anxiety in certain situations that, you know, there's, there's a lot of state perhaps maybe it's to do with the pitch or an investment round, or maybe I'm in talking to key clients, or maybe I'm trying to raise funds and I'm experiencing some anxiety because there's a lot at stake. So what's the technique, Shane, to reduce my anxiety? Now, there are different techniques, but I think it's missing the point. Because if you understand why anxiety is created in the first place, in most situations, you won't need the technique, actually. So I can go off and give you a technique, but essentially it's almost like giving you uh, an aspirin for a pain, and I'm just going to have to keep giving you aspirins. We're not going to remove the cause of the pain. And actually, speaking of aspirin, meditation, for example, I think is is a, is an aspirin for most people, or mindfulness. 
why are they doing it? They're doing it mostly because they want to reduce stress or anxiety or the way they feel, they want to improve the way they feel. So it's a technique. But actually, again, if you understand the fundamentals, meditation can take on a very different experience. It can be about connecting with a deeper part of yourself. It can be about building clarity. It can be about connecting to, dare I say, even a spiritual part of yourself. But that's not most that's not what most people use it for. Um, so at the very start of this, I said, like, what does what does working on yourself actually mean? Because it's a bit of a phrase, and it's a BS, or what is it? And I think for me, it's it's a commitment to truly understand the underlying fundamentals of how you get the best from yourself, how you, you evolve yourself. And that that sometimes, you know, that requires sometimes looking in the mirror and take a really harsh look at, hang on, well, what am I doing here? What am I what am I really doing with my behavior? Forget about what I'm saying or what I'm thinking. What is my behavior showing me? And the behind of all behavior is thinking. But when you understand that thinking is a creative process, that thought is actually a creative tool, that, that actually is also an underlying fundamental. And when you get into then an organization or even a team concept, or even say even the, the, the team of a family, the concept of the family as a team or an organization, which it is, it's kind of a smaller unit, but it's still based on how relationships works, which is, again, those fundamentals to how do good relationships get created and sustained. And there are certain fundamentals around that. Building trust is one, having psychological safety, again, fundamentals. And in, in an organizational context, like I spent a lot of time obviously dealing, working with leaders, but here, here's a fundamental that most leaders don't seem to be aware of until we start discussing it, from my point of view anyway, is that the state of a leader's ego will determine the health of the organization and the performance, and particularly over the long term. And as I heard a, a winning entrepreneur in the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year competition say at one point, you know, ego in a leader will kill a business. And that's true. And very often when you're trying to communicate that to that leader, they just want to hear you because they just don't want to look at themselves, work on themselves. But that's also then ignoring a fundamental. If you want to have a thriving business, um, and I mean thriving in the true sense of the world, not just profit, but in what's called increasingly um, the three Ps. You know, you've got profit, you've got purpose, um, and you've got the planet. So, you know, um, that you're making money, but there's also, sorry, I think I could put in the wrong one there. It's profit, people, and planet. So you're making money, but the people around you are also benefiting, they're thriving, and also the planet is benefiting. Whereas a lot of the historical focus for business in particular has just been on one P, which is profit. Um, and very often that can be, uh, achieved through the the work of a very egotistical, strong leader, but that's not that's not what's required for the future. For the not, not, it's just not it's not going to give the best for the planet ever for, uh, for everybody. So in that context, kind of emotional maturity is a key fundamental. Uh, emotional maturity, and you may not be the person to assess yourself on that. You might have to get maybe two or three opinions on well. <laughs> what level of emotional maturity do you actually have? Now, while I'm here, again, I'm just trying different things here to try and help with the podcast, and I hope today some of this is resonating. Um, but if you like what you're hearing even today or other days, I would appreciate if you could share the podcast with somebody you know who you think would appreciate it. 
And if you haven't done it already, I would appreciate, give it a star rating and maybe even a little review in whatever podcast platform you're on. So that's my little plug over there. Um, so back to the questions, I guess, around that I think are worth reflecting on with this one. So first of all, think about your career or your industry or whatever you're in. What do you think are the key fundamentals to success in it? You know, what are they? I think if you reflect, if you're good at what you do, you'd probably take an interest in this. And maybe you've figured that out already. Or maybe you haven't been fully conscious of, well, hang on a second here. What are the fundamentals for su success in my industry, but then also success in my role? And you should reflect on that um, and, and write down the answers. And I think even discuss it with other people to see what their view is, help you hone your own approach to what are the key principles, what are the key fundamentals to success in your role, but also then in your industry. And then I would say do the harder work and I think the more powerful work is, well, what are the fundamentals in relation to you? You know, what makes a better you? What's it going to take for a more sustainable, successful version of you over the long term? You know, I think a lot of people, for example, have this kind of uh, burnout approach to what they're doing. They just kind of go, 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 then stop, maybe go on a retreat, take a holiday, but they'll just collapse. That's not sustainable, and that is not going to work for the coming time. Um, so go back and look at the fundamentals. Well, what's it going to take? How do I get the best out of myself on a more sustainable basis, which actually, in my view, requires a daily approach. And to relook at your day and how you win the day. Um, again, I'm just going to throw this in, but just in case you do want to go deeper beyond technique, beyond hacking, beyond tools, I have something coming up in May. It's a three-day intensive. I call it Sustainable High Performance. And it's where we kind of go beyond the hacks, beyond everything at the superficial level, which again can help. But if you want to kind of dig deeper into the true nature of what it takes to kind of get the best out of yourself and to understand uh, the fundamentals, certainly in terms of how I see them from my work over the last 20 years, then I would encourage you to check that out. Uh, registration is open now. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. And uh, sure, look, I might get to meet you there. Um, so in conclusion... Tools, hacks, and techniques, they do help. I'm not saying they don't. They do. They do. Um, and maybe that's the starting point for everybody, especially when we fall off piste or we find ourselves in difficult waters. So it's a good way. And aspirin has its uses. You know, it definitely does, right? So I'm not saying it's not useful. But for the long term and for long-lasting, sustainable, and transformational change, we have to look at the fundamentals. We have to look deeper. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.